What's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of No Grey Areas. I'm what's Lewis. up, people? I'm Denny. And uh, um, we're, we're coming at you late, this one. Denny's been a busy boy, I jet have. setting again. Jet setting. I've literally, within the last about hour, got off a plane at Heathrow. Um, and my ears are still kind of popped from that air pressure, or unpopped, should I say. Do you, do you get that feeling like when you get off a plane that you're... It's like I, I feel like my mouth is like dirty from plain air. It's weird. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get, especially when I hear someone cough or something on the plane, I just like, it, it, it drives me insane. Yeah. You <laughs> and have, you're trapped. You can't do nothing about it. You can't, man. I'm, I think I'm generally like a bit OCD when it comes to stuff like that. Like, if you look in my car, you'll always find in my car mouthwash, yeah. toothbrush and toothpaste, <laughs> Dental floss? <laughs> Not even joking. About three different aftershaves, deodorant, roll on, uh, and uh, a pair of tweezers. Okay, I'm not that bad, but I always have mouthwash, um, aftershave, and hand sanitizer in my car. Yeah, oh, I've got hand sanitizer. Yeah. But you know, I don't like hand sanitizer, man. It makes everything, like, you can't eat food with your hands after because it'll just the, taste, the taste it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's you on your work flex, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The flight was delayed because um, of this weather. We we just seem to get messed up with everything. Whether if we have if it's too rainy, if it's too cold, if it's too snowy, if it's too sunny now. If it's too windy, leaves yeah. on the tracks. Do you know what? I, I actually had, uh, when I was working in banking, one of my clients was a pilot. Um, and I don't know if this was around the time where that uh, volcano went off in uh, Ireland. Oh, yeah, the dust cloud. Yeah, and yeah. he was telling me that actually all commercial flights could land and take off and fly safely through that. Okay. And I was like, so why have they grounded all the aircraft then? He goes, because there's like 1% of active yeah. flights that that would bring down. Yeah. And they're like, it can't be one rule for one and one for another. So you okay. just have to blanket everyone. Ah. So, and I think just generally in Britain, we're a bit over the top when it comes to like health and safety. Yeah, yeah. It's, let's be honest, bro. You can land a plane in Dubai in August where it's 52 degrees. You can land it in London. True, true. I didn't even think that. <laughs> it's that stupid. Is so true. It's that so, so stupid. stupid. We don't prepare for things. I think that's the difference though. Like when somewhere is hot all the time, their day-to-day is different. We don't have, we, our weather so, changes so much, we're never prepared properly for one thing. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you even take the example, it's the same when it's snowing and everything grinds to a halt and then people are like, oh, in Sweden, like, that's just standard, or parts of Scandinavia, that's just standard weather, like, how do they get by, but we can't. Yeah. But it's like, because we don't have it enough to feel we need to prepare for the odd occasion that we have a really, really cold winter. But we learn our lessons and we complain every year. <laughs> Mate, I always complain that Heathrow is just not prepared for the snow. I'm like, you dealt with the snow last year. Did you yeah. not? Surely <laughs> yeah. you must have bought snow plows. Yeah. They're not just parked up somewhere. Yeah, you can yeah. just get them out and drive. No, can't do that. Yeah. It's mad. But uh, but yeah, I thought I'd kick us off with one of my random news stories this week. Okay. Um, and this was, it's just one of those things on my like Google News feed. It's actually from Lad Bible, so you might have seen it. But uh, baffled doctors had to operate to remove to remove a whopping 1.6 kilos hoard of gold and metal jewellery, trinkets, money and watches from a woman's stomach. What? Yeah. 22-year-old patient had suffered abdominal pains 
and been sick after every meal for a week before she was admitted to hospital. Uh, sonograph and x-ray tests revealed that the metal in her stomach, uh, so surgeons, this was in India, uh, operated on her. Um, there is a list. Let me just see but, if I can find it. So she must have known she was eating that. Yeah, there's this weird... Um, She's sleep eating or something. No, it's like a, it's, it's like a mental illness that people get sometimes where they get just a weird compulsion to eat metal, metallic objects um magpie syndrome that's probably what they should call it but i don't think it's quite called the same thing uh but basically she ate i think hold on so 90 coins what a wristwatch 80 earrings uh there was a couple of other little bits, trinkets, like uh, nose hoops. It's bare shit going missing. Just bare, dirty, dirty bitch, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's a proper skit. Yeah, that's not the one. Oh, shit. I just imagine people like, oh, where's my earrings? You see my earrings? No. And she's just, just coughing up. Just like, <laughs> oh, here it is. Yeah, man. She's skank. Skank. And it was weird because the um, the mum basically said that she had noticed that you know some of the jewellery had started going missing over the last couple yeah. of days. But after the surgery, she confronted her daughter about what had happened and said that her daughter just broke down in tears. And I was like, all right. And then what? Like she had a cry. Yeah. Surely you then pressed her for an answer. Like we playing her. <laughs> but I think Asian mothers are just like, oh no, but she's crying. Leave her. Leave her. Leave her. She's okay now. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that was a bit. Obviously. Uh, that is my, my weird one for the week but uh, we did message earlier and you said that there was a particular topic that you wanted to discuss yeah 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 I was going to get to that I was going to get to that um, I just wanted to quickly my um, exciting bit of news for the week was um, the latest Marvel um, Phase 4 schedule so Marvel have released 10 new projects the details for 10 new projects including the Black Widow film so that if you're a fan of Black Widow in the Marvel in the I Avengers, am definitely a fan of Black Widow. I'm definitely a fan. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So there's a Black Widow film coming. That's next year. Right. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. How excited are you for that? Not really. I, I tell you, I feel what, like I'm not. Do you know why? Because I feel like he should have. Sorry, if you've watched, if you haven't watched Endgame, skip forward the next two minutes. Uh, he should have given the shield to the Winter Soldier. Ah, Why okay. give it to Falcon? Falcon's a normal dude with wings. Like, ah, okay. that, that would have made more sense, no? Yeah. yeah. They're similar skill set. They had close fights and whatnot. Yeah, and, and, and he's also got the seas. He's a yeah, super he, soldier, isn't yeah. he? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's his logic. Um, but yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't know. I think that's going to be one that's sold to me by the trailers and as more gets revealed. Probably. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So Shang-Chi is the Kung Fu master. Um, I used to see him occasionally when I used to get the comics back in the day. Um, Shout out to Marvel if you're looking for a male lead for that movie. <laughs> I've got some mad skills, you know. <laughs> I could do with a few mil in the bank. Yeah, I think you might get a bit of a Twitter storm. Probably. Um, because you don't look Cult- like a, a, Shang- 
a Shang-Chi. Culturally appropriated. <laughs> yeah, we'd be whitewashing that. Well, film. I doubt it very much that they're going to get Donnie Yen to do that. He's a bit older. Yeah, that's true. He's a younger character. They have got a character. So all of these films are cast. All the leads oh, really? are cast. They had, yeah, they had everyone up, up on stage. They announced it at Comic Con. So who's, who's playing out. Shang-Chi? I, I can't remember. Like he weren't famous enough for me to know off the top of my head. More like you can't pronounce his name. <laughs> racist, bro. <laughs> Shang-Chi, isn't it? Didn't make some names. <laughs> um, One Division. So that's going to be the Disney Plus on the news. That's basically um, Scarlet Witch and Vision. They're okay. doing a show based around those two. Right. Um, that could be interesting. Again, it's one of those things, though. Who who who's going to be the bad guy? Like, yeah. She was strong enough to fight Th- Thanos. Yeah. Who who? What? The other like, thing. The other thing is that it's going to be set obviously before Endgame. Yeah. Or or even before uh, Infinity War. So what they might have to do is set it in that space in between. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you're right. Obviously, Vision... Vision died in... Uh, yeah. Uh, in uh, the Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Vision gets... Oh, did he come back? No, no he didn't come back either, did he? Vision gets killed. Vision dies. and um, But there was that period at the beginning of that where they were off together. So I don't know if they're going to base it around that. But then it's going to be boring. Anyway, pretty much. I need to see a bit more of that. Doctor Strange, new Doctor Strange film. I'm really excited about that. I did like the first Doctor Strange. I thought that, for me, that was, apart from Black Panther, I thought that was the best origin film. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I was... Loki, starring um, the guy who plays Loki. See, I quite like that. I'm actually looking at this. I'm seeing them, they're, they're making a lot of TV shows. That's again for Disney+. Plus. They're making a lot of TV shows with the dead characters. Because it's like, what else can you do with them? They're dead. Hmm. I guess it's an easy sell, isn't it? Hawkeye. Not sure if that's a film or a TV show, but I think if I've heard that's Disney Plus. Hawkeye is sick. Yeah, I think that's a Disney Plus. Disney Plus is the new Disney um, Netflix equivalent streaming service that's coming out. It should be out at the end of this year. Now, I was like, "Mm, I've seen most stuff. Do I really need it? And then do you know what sold me? Go on. Because they bought Fox. They announced that every episode of The Simpsons ever is going to be on there. And I was sold. That's a day one purchase. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, That's a bit much. To be fair, though, like, I grew up watching Simpsons, man. I fucking love it. I feel like I've watched... Here's your Simpsons trivia. What was the theme or the storyline of the pilot episode, the first episode? Ah, I can't remember, but I remember that... The end when they were on like a yeah, electric yeah. thing. They're doing that test, weren't they? When yeah, they were bunch of buzzing each other. What was it? What was the, it? The first ever episode was where Homer uh, basically was supposed to get his Christmas bonus, but he didn't. So he went and got a job as Santa, and then yeah. he he didn't realise he was only going to get paid like thirteen dollars. Mm. And then he goes to the track to to bet on a horse, uh, to bet on a dog. He gets told about this sure thing bet. Uh, he doesn't place it. Instead, he places a bet on a dog called Santa's Santa, Little Helper. Why? Yes, I doesn't come in. Uh, owner gets rid of the dog, and he takes the dog home yeah, and saves yeah, Christmas. Yeah. I remember. No, no, shit about Simpson, man. Don't I remember that episode. I remember that episode. You ain't gonna pay nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why I pay. So I do that. So I do that. Um, and finally, end of twenty twenty one is supposed to be Thor four, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. But the interesting thing with this is, mm. it's, it's directed by the same one who done the last, what was the last four film? Um, 
Ragnarok. Ragnarok. It's directed by the same guy. Okay. Who I thought he, I thought that was really good. Do you know what my issue is off the bat though? What? The name Love and Thunder. It sounds like a weird sex toy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> the interesting thing with this though is it's basically the female Thor. So apparently Chris Hemsworth and um, that the, 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 who's the girl? I only know her as Lucy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not 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 her. Um, Chris Hemsworth. Who's the girl warrior? The female warrior from the end of Endgame. She's like mixed race. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, she's a Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. She's gonna be in this. Chris Hemsworth's in this. Okay. But the the Thor hammer is gonna be passed on to Jane, who okay. is played by um, uh, what's her name? She also done Black Swan. Um, Let me have a look. Thor cast. Oh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. That's it. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, so that 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 should um, be interesting. She's too skinny, man. That's it's a it's a very uh, diverse Marvel lineup, but Disney are going that way. Do you know what? I do feel like they're almost making too much of an effort to like be inclusive. <coughs> do you know what the thing is though? Go on. People, I keep hearing that, but at the end of the day, take it back. They're just being. You can look at it like that, and I'll applaud them for it. Yeah. The other thing is though... That's kind of the way they've always done it is like try and pander to the the general public. Right, they definitely have. But the other thing is though, they haven't lost yet. No. They haven't lost yet. Captain Marvel over a Billy. Black Black Panther, one of the most successful films ever. Like all these films, every time they're doing it, so forget, so that's what I mean. A lot of people, oh, they're pandering, they're they're pandering. From my perspective, there's just as much evidence to say they took one risk and now they're being old school. They're doing what makes money. Yeah. Do you know what? I will say, like, when I went to go see Black Panther, yeah. right, there was three African sisters sat next to me, right? Dressed. Dressed. Aye. And I was like, yes, ladies. <laughs> yes. I could, yeah. te- I could tell by what they were wearing that mm. they were from, uh, they were from uh, East Africa, like yeah. Tanzania, Uganda, yeah. Kenya. I was like, Jambo Mwana. <laughs> They're like, Jambo. I was like, yes, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that and. Obviously, for me, I've got like a weird upset. Like, oh, I love Africa. Yeah. So when I went and I see these ladies sat there, I was like, do you know what? Fucking panda away. <laughs> this is so sick. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's weird. I, I did, there was something, and I, I don't know whether or not it's legit or BS mm. about them having uh, a Muslim superhero and then a trans superhero. Mm. And I was like, do you know what? That's too much effort. You know what the thing is, though? This is the thing, right? Marvel have been doing this for years. X Men was X Men came out in the sixties. X Men was based off of the human rights struggle. Yeah. People looking different, the fear and everything. So many Marvel characters. Um, Marvel as a as an organization. Um, I think the guy's name was Jack Kirby and Stanley. When they were when they were um, much more active, a lot of their superheroes were. Who people who you could say were vulnerable um, or were able to relate, like as marginalized. I said, marginalised. Now, even if you take Spider-Man for example, right? Probably, arguably, or in fact, not even arguably, top three superheroes, right? Okay. Whatever position you want to give him. Geeky virgins. Right, but if you think of superheroes, <laughs> yeah, no. But if you think of superheroes, um, more popular, like at that time and stuff, you had Superman, the Man of Steel. Yeah. You had. Um, you you would have like do you know but that was that's that's an example do you know what I mean Wonder Woman things like that 
Whereas Spider-Man came along, as you said, some little geeky nerd, was getting bullied at school, um, couldn't get the girl, and then he became something. So he, so Marvel have always done things to give hope and try and inspire public. So even there, um, when they decided to have a, a, um, like a, a Puerto Rican or black Spider-Man, that was many, many years ago, when they started having, when they had, they had She-Hulk. I think yeah. She-Hulk was from the 80s. They had, so they've always been doing this. So the fact Marvel, so I definitely think with regards to Disney taking over Marvel um, and the times we're in, I can definitely see it as pandering. But if you look at Marvel as anyway. its own organisation, because Disney do let it run as Marvel Studios, that's what they've always been doing. I feel like you know far too much about Marvel, bro. <laughs> like, when did you lose your virginity? Tell me that. Tell me that, bro. Hmm? Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I bet. You sitting there like, did you know in episode fourteen of the Incredible Hulk, you know, in in series in the nineteen forties, there was a typo, and if you find a first edition copy of it, it's worth seventeen grand. What I prefer, I prefer, I prefer to just think that I know a lot about everything, and then you don't like then 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 then. When it comes to specific things, so I shouldn't know that much about it. Just becomes part and parcel. Maybe, maybe is it? Well, I want to. If if you know a lot about everything, then I want to know what you know about bench pressing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I would get people on it, guys. I don't know if you're following our Instagram, but if you have, you'll see I've been trolling Denny hard. I got Frank even to post up a little one today. So uh, if you're ever at the gym, you just post I'll up. Get you back for that, Frank. Where's Denny? And then uh, at Red Glasses Dude and also <laughs> at NGA Podcast. I'm going to change my Instagram handle. You can change yours, it's fine, man. Anyway, at, at NGA Podcast, don't worry, I'll make sure Denny sees it and we'll share, share it on our storyline. My new girl likes a dad bod, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, she's like, I know she's lying. She might, she might say she likes it, but then when she, she sees you abs, she'll be like, oh, I love this. Yeah, true. Give true. me some of that. True. Yeah. yeah, so that so no, but in, in in all real, I used to I used to be into Marvel comics when I was little. That was literally all my money got spent on. Which, in fact, I don't even know how I missed this. In fact, I do know why I missed it because I wanted to leave it till last, although it's not last on the list. So, summer twenty twenty one, the tenth, uh, I think it's also going to be on Disney Plus. Is a Marvel series called What If. Mm-hmm. Now, what that used to be in the comics, if they're going to copy, they would basically take any given scenario. So, for example, what if Thanos won? And they would have a whole episode just on that scenario. They'd be like, what would happen if if Magneto won? Do okay. you know what I mean? They would, they would have like, what would happen if there was no Fantastic Four? Like alternate endings, basically. Basically, yeah, alternate universes. So they could they have the potential to be really, really interesting because they're the ones. They were the ones that like when you're like as as comic geeks, you would have these conversations. You'd be like so passionate about it. Like, oh wow! Imagine Bruce Banner took a different bus and he didn't get caught up in a you know this scenario and he didn't become the Hulk. What would have happened? No, 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 And they actually do run those one those sort of uh, uh, scenarios you know, and bro, stories I, that sounds like virgins across the world <laughs> bro, I'd be really happy about that shit <laughs> god damn that's the one I'm most excited about and that, I'm sticking is by is that taking you back to your days before you knew how to chat to girls that took me back to last week <laughs> oh my god oh, I love that shit oh my god Danny it's cool, too cool. much it's too much I can't believe just you're the way become, you're going to be a fan you're, you're getting so passionate fan. about it as well though. you're like yeah, yeah, it's good. It's so good. And then, what if he didn't get the bus? 
Oh my god! And I'm just sitting there looking so at you. much they can do with it. I'm looking at you through eyes that I didn't know. Like, who is this guy? Like, like, let me. What's another scenario? What's another scenario you can think of? Can I can think Marvel. of a scenario. Wait, instead what, what, of watching wait. Marvel, you go eat a girl's bail. <laughs> <laughs> go and do that, mate. What if you could do both? <laughs> There's a what if. What if you could do both? Eat a girl's bat out while watching the Marvel show. You're prob- either way, if it's a what if, you're probably still waiting looking at shit. <laughs> <laughs> cool, oh dear. cool, cool. Um, oh dear. Right, let's move on to, to, to what we were talking about, what you mentioned. Freedom! Freedom for ASAP. But free my man Rocky, yo. Okay, so... Do you know what then? I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll let you kind of tee this up as to as to what went down. T- okay. Tell the people. Right. So I'm sure a few of you have been following this ASAP Rocky saga. So ASAP Rocky, he's walked up to Sweden due to I believe it was called Smash Festival. Due to be performing at a festival, and some random dudes start following him. So now there's a few videos. Anyway, he ended up getting in the ruckus with these guys, and there was a video of him. Tossing one of the guys, he got arrested. No homo, right? <laughs> yeah, no homo. Throwing one of the guys to the ground, he got arrested, and he's been in prison for about three weeks, I think now. Right. Now, subsequently, his team have released videos showing him warning the guys, politely saying, "Leave us alone." talking to the camera and saying look these guys have been following us for x amount of time um they're claiming it was self-defense and they were being harassed they were one of them the guys who were following was supposed to have taken off his headphones and thrown it at the um the bodyguard now the weird thing is when you watch the video asap's bigger than these guys right asap's bodyguard is bigger than than asap (laughs) so it does make you wonder like at what point did you not understand to stop and it's weird as well because they're in Sweden and Swedes don't like don't go wrong I'm sure you have all types of people in yeah yeah country, yeah but Swedes don't come across as like gangster no 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 they don't and I'm, I'm you know again I've been to Sweden a few times um, yeah. and while I can't speak for everyone the amount of people who speak English is yeah. very very high like I, I've literally I've, do you know what? I've, I went to the sticks. I'm talking like up north in the like, there's just wood and ice. And I would even there say like 60% of the people spoke English. In Stockholm, every single person I spoke to spoke English. Yeah. Um, so, again, a language barrier isn't the first thing that comes to mind. But yeah, it was weird. So, subsequently. ASAP, sign my t shirt. What is your problem? <laughs> We're going to mess you up. <laughs> So subsequently, anyway, ASAP's been in prison. Sweden don't have a bail system. Yes, I've, I was. So I read about this. Yeah. Obviously, okay. Trump got to tweeting. Yeah. After his boy Kanye hit him up. That's the dumbest thing ever. That Kanye managed to get him to tweet, or and the, the fact that Kanye has a direct direct access to the Listen, president. Firstly, he, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the dumb thing in all this. For me, it shows. Um, Donald Trump, I almost said Boris Johnson then. Donald Trump's lack of diplomacy. Like, that is not the sort of thing that you do publicly. Okay, fair. Hmm. What I will say, though, is the black community in America 
have kind of turned on Kanye. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that still follow respect and whatever. Oh, can I just can I just Kanye. say something? I hate Kanye West, but I bought a pair of Yeezys today. Another pair. Another pair. Another I felt such one. a traitor. I felt so. Which ones did you get? Well, because I was in Glasgow, um, I saw that I was in a shop. And you know, shout out and clothing. You know, Glaswegians are racist. So they don't buy. They don't buy Yeezys. Ah, uh, that's why they'll sell them. Because everywhere else, these stuff is sold out. See, told so you I bought them. Racist. <laughs> My people, I know them well. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I bought them. I was in the shop just looking around. Yeah. And I saw. I was like, "What? How can I have a pair?" Anyway, they had a pair, so I bought them. I can sell them for twice as much tomorrow, which is my, what I'm, I plan to do. Right. What, yeah. what ones did you get? Uh, the Easy Seven Hundred Tefras, I believe they're called. Yeah. Not my style. I'll give you two hundred. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. I buying Yeezys. Um, I've done my money, so that's why I bought them. So yeah, do you know what? So as I was saying, obviously, black community in general in America is no longer really like behind Kanye when it comes to this, right? But, but I guarantee you, hundred percent, if Jay Z said the same thing to Obama, because those two were tight as well. Yeah. Obama would be like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jay, but uh, unfortunately, this isn't the kind of thing I can get involved in. It's a uh, Swedish government, and uh, I'm yeah. just going to have to stay out of it. Whereas Trump's like, that's what you want? All right, I'll see if I can make it happen. Let me just fire out a tweet. Yeah, but see, and you know what, though, then? If I said to you, listen, this guy's being a dick, have a word, and you're like, all right, let me just, I, I can't really do much, but let me just fire off a tweet. Obviously, Trump's got pretty powerful tweets. No, he tweeted that he had had a conversation. Yeah. That was the first thing he said. I'd have a, I've had a constructive, basically said, not to this paraphrasing, I've had a constructive conversation with the Swedish Prime Minister about ASAP Rocky, um, and we're gonna, he's, he said he's going to see what he can do, and we're going to have a conversation again yeah. in like 48 hours. The thing hours. is, there is actually a law in Sweden that also stops the President or Prime Minister from getting involved. Exactly. So legal proceedings. So not only has he looked like, basically, to me, if I was a Swedish prime um, prime minister, I would have been like, "You dickhead!" Now I definitely can't get involved. Whether whether Sweden say that in public, whatever, right? That's that's the thing. That's that's pretty much the same here. That's supposed to be the same in America, but we know that that is that's not always the case. Yeah. If he allowed him to be able to go through back channels and say, "Look." Little hush, 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 da, 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 da. He's an influential person. Yeah. Let's just get the court case brought forward to tomorrow. Exactly. Job done. Without no publicity on it, no one's then going to be like, oh, uh, because Trump said, and now he can't do it. He's even, his hands are tied even more because if there seems to be any favoritism, it's yeah. going to look like it's come because Trump, you know, the, 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 the Swedish prime minister is now pandering to... I get you. Yeah. It's, but I will go back to... And I do feel like I'm defending Trump here, which does go, like, it leaves a bit of taste in my mouth. But I guarantee you Obama would just be like, nah, sorry, mate, no can No, nah, see, I think, I don't, I, I think Obama would have been dealing with it already through back channels, through Maybe. the normal process that you would go through. Remember, like, all, all these countries have people, all these, I think, for me, I think Trump done it for the publicity, I think he done it for the whole, his, uh, uh, you know, to be able to, and, and you, have you heard? Have you seen what he's been been going bringing in the African community? Oh, the whole African community is upset with Sweden. Oh, the whole African uh, African American community um, uh, is is upset about this and and all this sort of stuff. And he's he's I think he's using it as some sort of propaganda to get pop, uh, popular and look to sh- make basically to look like he cares. To tell the truth, I don't think. I, I don't think Trump does care. I don't think Trump doesn't care because he's racist. 
in the way people will try and say he's racist. Okay. I think he's more, he just looks down on anyone who's not of a certain, from a certain ilk, rather than specifically the typical racism. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? I did hear a story today, actually, I was listening to a podcast about this guy who met... You listen to other podcasts? Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, sorry. I can't listen to my own voice. I try to. I generally like I'll listen to a little bit of our episodes and give feedback on like yeah. our audio being a bit shit. Yeah. When we when you guys start paying for this, yeah, <laughs> send me some money. We'll buy some soundproofing equipment. God damn! If you can hear something in the background, that's the rain, people. Uh, we don't have a soundproof booth. Okay, we got oh, yeah. little pop filters and that's it. Yeah, doing this shit on a budget. So um, damn man, I lost my chain of thought on my little rant there. What was I talking about? Um, oh that was it yeah so tr- this guy met Trump back in like the 80s or something and he was with Mike Tyson at this like little concert thing but yeah. it was like an it was like, it was like an all black kind of soiree yeah he was the novelty white guy yeah and he was loving it he was just like so happy to be around everyone and yeah. you know, be a part of the music and the environment and it's weird because also obviously before Trump got voted into office he was he was a, not obviously involved in but he was like a pinnacle figure of the hip hop community. So yeah, he was you. So that's that's that's. And like, he liked it as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like, oh, you shouldn't be rapping about me. Da, da, da. Yeah. He was like, yeah, cool. You know, rap about me being a baller. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think, um, but it goes with it. Still goes with his with his with his personality. And I think even now, I think that's it. It's all ego driven. It's all ego driven. So if people are saying, I want to be like Trump, I want to be a billionaire like Trump, he's loving it. Yeah, it don't cost him nothing. He's loving it. It's the same. I'm associated with Kanye West, or you know, every. And he's so ego driven that I don't know. There must be some things right. for that type, that type so, of thing. So, so what is next for for my man ASAP? So this is this is what I think. So I'll tell you a couple of other things. I think because I was listening to some other podcasts as well, and they were talking about. Are you giving me shit for them? <laughs> and they were talking about this. And a lot of the thing is a lot of a lot. What seems to be the case from what just some stuff I've been reading is there's this kind of feeling that shit America's so bad to black people. Um, imagine what it's like in this country where there's hardly any black people. And for me, it's sort of the, 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 I just want I just want to be like nah, nah America's worse. <laughs> America's worse. Like, but it's that. Um, it's kind of ignorance a lot of people in America seem to have about other places in the world. Um, yeah. Because... They talk about, like, even the Canadian and the British uh, health yeah. service being, like, the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Like, you can get insulin pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're, 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 they're understand... Well, not everyone, obviously, but it seems like it's a general thing, just sort of general understanding of the rest of the world and how things work doesn't seem to be too expansive and that's just, and that's the same like the, the how Sweden have acted um, has been consistent they've said we treat everyone equal you don't get bail um, we don't have a bail system um, this is we, 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 we you know politics and uh, um, justice yeah. mm. we keep separated so there can't be any influence and we treat everyone equal under the law it's so pretty fair yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want someone to be in prison who who um, who 
is innocent. Maybe shouldn't be in yeah. prison. Um, but that's just the way it goes. That's 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 the that's the system. You know? Yeah. So there was um. It's it's been a bit of a weird week, you know, because uh, Future's bodyguard got knocked out this week. Oh, I don't sure. know if you saw that. No. So basically, there's a video clip of this guy sucker punching Future's bodyguard right outside the airport. I think he's in Ibiza. Okay. British guy as well. And after after he knocks a guy out, he's like, "Yeah, bro, did you fucking see that? Yeah, fucking do it, I was like, what a dickhead. You're like, you're really not doing British people much justice here. Brits aboard, isn't it? He's like, yes, it was weird. I think uh, that according to the storyline, he'd uh, this guy had asked for an autograph. Future was like, no, nah, not today, guys. And then they started walking off. British guy started hurling some abuse. Bodyguard came back, said something. And as he turned to walk off, got Stopped. lapped. Yeah, it's, do you know what? It's weird. And even on top of that, there was another one where there was a guy, obviously this isn't in the hip-hop community, a guy called Jeremy Buenda, I think his name is. Mm. He's a, he's like a Mr. Olympia winner, okay. but not for the, like, they have different categories. Mm. So he's for, like, the the classic physique or something like that. Like, he's, he's one of the not as, like, he doesn't look like a horse, basically. He's a normal-looking dude, just completely shredded. He uh, was attacked as well um, this week. I think. Well, actually, I think he started a fight and then ended up getting whooped. And then wasn't it uh, Ozil as well? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He got attacked in his car. Yeah. And I can't. I don't know who it was. I saw video footage of um, seen it, yeah. Arsenal defender. Yeah, Klasnich. He was apparently the dude had a knife. Yeah, and he yeah, was just like wobbler. Yeah. That's like, what I yes. Heard. That's the kind yeah. of defender you want on your that's team. That's what I'm saying. The thing is, though, when you see them playing, when you see um, when you see bunch of pussies. the kind of person <laughs> Klasnic is on the field as well, yeah, um, it don't even surprise you. He's built like a brick house. He's 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 solid. Yeah. But it don't even surprise you. And he's from um, I think he's from Kosovo or somewhere. Yeah. So it's it's uh, you know he's he's. Let me just double check that. Um, I just it just seemed really weird. You see this guy, I think he had a crash helmet on, because obviously these guys, they rock up on motorbikes that try and jack your car. Um, but if if the guy had a knife, I wasn't sure, I couldn't see the, the video that clearly, I only watched it briefly. He gave not one single F in the world. He just charged straight at the dude, and the dude was so confused. He, he turned, he's like, nah, mate, I don't want none of this. Montenegro. Montenegro, basically Serbia. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's ex-Yugoslavia, isn't it? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, communist, uh, civil war-torn country. Yeah, yeah. That was obviously, it went through hell in the 80s and that, which was when yeah. he was born, and 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. So, he's living up to the rep though, mate. They're hard people. <laughs> yeah, man, those people don't play. And that's, that's so jokes. And do you know what? I find it, even when you see, like, when, when I see uh, like British thugs mm. and stuff, obviously, I'm, I grew up in England and stuff like that, whatever, fine. But my mentality is not the same as, obviously, like the average Joe or whatever. Obviously, do martial arts, all that other stuff, whatever. Yeah. But also, grew up in a bit of a rough house. Mm. So, I know it's like to, to, to catch a beating from a young age. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm well-versed. And I've had situations before where people, like, get up in my face like they're going to start a fight. Yeah. And I've got a big grin on my face. I'm like, cool, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't know how to respond because they're, they're assuming that you're intimidated. Yeah. But I'm sitting there going, 
Most people don't know how to fucking fight. Like, really, if we're going to have a fight, you're going to get beat up. And and I think these guys, especially if you're from a place that, from like a hard country, really, you ain't got PlayStation, you'll play fine with your brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like the way the younger generation is coming up now, especially these guys that are going out trying to rob people. Yeah. They've got no experience fighting. Mm. That's why they're carrying blades because yeah. they, they couldn't manhandle another guy. Yeah. So they're just hoping they'll wave this knife around. The owner of the car will crap himself and they can they, they can get away easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's kind of unfortunate because number one, there's we don't have. Obviously, there are exceptions to this, but in general, we don't have an issue with poverty that bad in this country where you need to go and jack someone's car. See, that's the thing we do. No, hold up. Okay, go on. Hold up. Because I think that's a big part of the problem. No, 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 I'll tell you why. Go on. Jacking a car mm-hmm. is one of the most, especially like high-end cars, mm-hmm. one of the most use, useless things you can do to try and get money. So it has to be organised. It's the same it with mobile phones, be. mate. It has to be. Even mobile phones. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's a lot easier. Yeah. If you got, because these guys are all on mopeds, right? Yeah. And they've got stuff like hammers and mm. knives and whatnot. And they do do it. They rock up to jewelry stores, smash yeah. up windows, and reach in and grab jewelry. It's a lot easier. Yeah. There's there's no real victim in terms of individual. There's no there's there's far less chance as a teenage kid trying to mug someone. You're better off trying to put through a shop window and grab some jewelry than you are trying to physically mug someone. Yeah, but it all comes to it all comes it all comes down to, um, and this is the thing. All these guys are urchins, isn't they? It all comes down to. Um, what people like you can't you remember when there was all that stuff with people on mopeds robbing people's mobile phones like you can't sell a mobile phone in the uk you can't use a stolen mobile phone in the uk yeah average dickhead who's riding around this moped seeing the moped, don't have ain't gonna have connections in other countries to be able to shop those mobile phones yeah. so he's gonna have to obviously there's a demand from someone who's saying i'll give this for mobile phones yeah it's the same with high-end cars like you live on flipping your 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 silly little estate. Who do you know who's going to be able to afford or be able to do whatever needs to be done to change any registration details? So obviously there's these are instructions given. Now when I go back to the poverty thing, this is a thing with poverty. When you say poverty, what do you mean? Lack of finances, lack of education. Right. And this is the thing. And I think this is part of this is part of a problem, a massive massive part of the problem with the youth in this country. Poverty in this country is a calculation that changes. I can't remember what it currently is, but it's basically, and this is the problem. So, so you get all charities. You get like of, the poverty line. The poverty line. So you get all these charities, and they're constantly. When I was growing up, I never knew I was in poverty. Yeah. I don't even. I, I don't know what the stats were and what you need to be. And I think that's probably similar. We weren't. We weren't told. Your kids today are constantly being told. You're poor. You're poor. You're poor. You should have more. You should, and that's all. That's that's what that's what they're seeing on TV. They're, they're being told constantly. Sixty percent of kids are in poverty. Yeah, and and do you know what's the worst thing about it? What I see kids that are from impoverished families. Yeah, they're nowhere near as poor as I was as this a kid. Is what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. So 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 when and I think that plays if your whole life. From the time you could understand, you're being told yeah. that you're in poverty. You should. If, if I'm telling you you're in poverty, I'm basically telling you you should have more. Yeah. 
Why? And then you look and go, where can I get more? Exactly. And I, I'm not saying that's the only the only thing, but I'm sure I, for me, I've always felt that place. And, and from the first time I've heard, even charities do it a lot, you know, and they do it as part of their talk, but they need to find better ways to do it because there's not, nothing, you're not going to fix a solution for that kid tomorrow. Yeah. So why are you pitting him or telling him he's in poverty rather than giving him a solution? Like, I don't need to tell you you're in poverty to help you do homework, to help to help you better educate yourself, to help you be more fi- in a better financial situation. You don't need to know you're in poverty to do that. Yeah. You, I don't need to mention the word. Do you know what I can talk about other benefits, but this constant, it, like, you hear politicians doing it. Oh, I mean, I, I used to be a fan of Chopra Moon, and I heard him doing it the other day going... My my uh, my constituency is the fifteenth most deprived in the country. We've got this level of poverty, and it's like, do something about it, mate. Fifteen. Oh no, it's not even like a. That's what I mean. How shit a boast is that? Yeah, I'm not, you're not even you're not even breaking top ten. God damn. All right, so just out of curiosity, though, then I'm curious as to how broke you are. Oh, not shit. are, but were. Obviously. Okay. So I will give you an example. So you're having a broke off. Yeah, bro. Okay. Let's have a little break. I'm going to give you a little example, right? Right. So I was about nine, ten years old. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to try out for the football team. Yeah. And uh, obviously to play for the football team, you need shin pads, you need boots. So I saw these uh, Predators. Yeah. I don't know if they still make Predators now. I think they do. Maybe. But this was like when Predators first came out. Yeah. Right? They were like the original Predators. I was like, Dad, I want some Predators. A nice set of like I think it was Mitre back in the day, their shin guards. Yeah. I was like, I need them. You know, obviously need to make sure I've got, you know, decent long socks, whatever I do. My dad's like, alright, fine, fine, fine. So he takes me to this pop-up uh shop that was on our estate that we lived on. And it it basically it was like a it was a video shop for about six months, then it closed down. Yeah. And then it was like a charity shop for six months. Then it closed down. <laughs> and then it was a shoe shop for about six months. It closed down. While it was a shoe shop, my dad managed to get me some football boots for £12. Oh, damn. Right? And I was like, right, I've got no choice in this, obviously. That's what my dad's given me. Yeah. That's what he's given me. I said, right, I need shin guards. This is the best bit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my dad. <laughs> oh, my God. My dad took a cornflakes box. <laughs> I've cut out the shape of a shin guard and he's like stuff them in your socks <laughs> fucking I, wanted, uh, I was like nah I ain't doing that I'll just go about he was like you'll fucking do it I told you to do it I was like oh my oh, god shit. so I wore these cool face box in my socks <laughs> and one of them fell out while I was playing <laughs> PE teacher's like who's this cool <laughs> Oh, and you know, shit. come to think of it, I can't remember a time I was ever more embarrassed in my life. <laughs> but yeah, that's me, bro. Oh, that's how broke I was. What you got? What have I got? Okay, so we used to eat our cereal with forks so we could save the milk. That's and standard. We, later. No, I'm joking. Oh, we didn't really. Nah. Um, what's, you had milk. Most... <laughs> you shut the fuck up. You had milk. What's the most broke thing? I don't know. Like we used to, we used to. I remember. I remember. Um, I literally used to buy have shoes bought for me like three sizes too big okay. just to get extra life out of them um and they were always at the bargain bucket whatever yeah. that sell bit um yeah, you get hand-me-downs from your sister i got hand-me-downs from my sister my first my first 
pair of name brand trainers were Reebok Classics. And a lot of my mates actually from Slab, because it was when I moved to Slab, I was six, 15, must have been 15, the summer holiday between year 10 and 11, when I just moved to Slab. My sister's boyfriend, I think, had gave them to her, got them for her. And when she was done with them, basically, I got them. And they were white. You know how white Reebok... Do you remember when Reebok Classics were the, were the ones, isn't it? Yes. And um, they used to... Uh, obviously, they were scuffed up. So um, I used to get Tipex. <laughs> and, and whiten them up with Tipex. <laughs> and uh, it done a good job. It's done a really good job, mate. Done a good job. Made them look like brand new again. Um, yeah. What about uh, dinners and stuff? Um, Did you eat, like, different meals every day? No. Nah. Do you know what we used to do? My mum used to, um, I swear my mum must have owned these, these, owned this shopkeeper money. But she used to give literally, I don't even remember that Ghostface song um, with Mary J. Blige, all that I got. And he's talking about mum used to give me notes to give to the um, shopkeeper. Like yeah, the yeah. IOUs. This is, yeah, a, this is a shopping list to give, to give uh, for my kid uh, that I need. And it's an IOU I'll pay at the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. And it'll just forever like go back, go little, a little credit account with the, with the local Lundies. So my mum used to make uh, corned beef hash oh, shit. with baked beans, yeah. and we'd have that for dinner for like four days in a row straight. Uh, nah, and we... do you know what? Do you know what's really weird? Obviously, like, my mum passed a couple of years back. I'm cravings for corned beef hash. Yeah. Obviously, that's like the crappiest, shittiest meat yeah, you can get, yeah. bargain, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, the other day I was talking to my sister about it. She was like, yeah, I'll make it sometime. And I was like, Next time you make it, give, give me some. I want it. I just want to remember how poor I was. It's true. It's true. We used to have we used to have corned beef on rice. Okay. But my mum used to try. My mum used to season up the corned beef. My mum used to season up the corned beef. I do remember. Just so I went to a school. One, my second, the first second day of school I went to, we didn't have a school uniform. Okay. And I had this one pair of jeans. I think I had two pairs of jeans. So I had one that were like my good pair. And one that like, we went to school, and I remember it just got to a point where I used to literally sew up the the the, the hole across the knee every morning. Oh, <laughs> By the end of the school day, I couldn't sew. I don't know how old. Like, this must have been between year seven and year nine. So I went. I couldn't sew. So every morning, by the time I got home, it would be yeah. kind of undone. Yeah. And then next morning before school, I'd be trying to sew it back up again. So, yeah, that's the thing. I think like being poor kind of teaches you a lot. Like I, yeah. I had to learn how to uh, sew up the seam on my my crotch, basically on yeah, my school yeah. trousers, because they keep getting ripped. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I've got to stitch it back up because yeah. my parents would be like, just deal with it. Yeah, I ain't buying you no. But this is this, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like now, there's bad. Like I could, I, we could probably keep going, but I wasn't told I was poor. No. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know. I remember the first time I realised that I was poor. Yeah. Was when I burnt my ass leaning on my friend's radiator. Oh, yeah, you were the same. I literally, I was like, I bit you in on that one. I leaned on my mate's radiator, and then after a couple of seconds, I was like, what the fuck is that? And my mate was like, what? I goes, bro, that thing just burnt me. He goes, bro, it's a radiator. I was like, yeah, we got them at home. They don't get hot. He was like, uh, that's what they're supposed to do. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool, alright, whatever, innit? Like, but, uh, we had, uh, bro, I've got bear, I've got bear, I'll give you like quick three, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We had garden furniture in our living room. <laughs> Shit, you not. I didn't even know it was garden yeah, furniture. Yeah. I was talking with my sister about it the other day, she's like, yeah, don't you remember it was like wood framed and yeah. uh, it just had like cushions on it? I was like, yeah, shit, that's garden furniture. She's like, yeah, that was our sofa. <laughs> 
Uh, we had um, when like cable TV came out, you yeah. could get like a this box where if you're brass, mm. you could put like a pound in it yeah, and let you watch for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad used to break that thing open and recycle the pounds because <laughs> didn't have. And going with the theme of recycling money, my dad used to break into the um, to the phone box on uh, our streets that we could have money for dinner. Shit. Right. Those those boxes, those TVs, you used to put a pound in. I used to, me and my siblings created a little trick with that where basically it used to put the pound that used to roll down so we used to hold it really like carefully put it in and before we worked out there was like a click and it went over a sensor mm. and then just as it went over we'd tip it back and then keep doing it tip it back so we'll just be it'll be like we're topping up loads of pound coins then we'll have like TV for like hours and then and then we'll take the pound back out <laughs> we used to smash it I and there used to be there used to be this um, this was one of my little hustles actually when I was little um, I'll tell you something after that that was really weird. But um, when the, these in on the tube, so this was on the Jubilee line, there used to be these um, Cadbury's. They were all Cadbury's. Um, vending machines. Vending machines. And it was actually my older brother that showed me this trick, and I think he learned from someone in school, that if you had a 2P and you shoved it under the change thing that pulled the chain, it used to block the change. So we used to go on the way to school, stop off and put 2Ps under all the... <laughs> In, the, in all of the change things to jam it and on the way home we would get off get the 2p out and just get the change and I think there used to be something, something similar with um, the phone the phone boxes where people used to break the phone cards the old phone cards okay. jam it in the thing and then you couldn't get your change out then you go back there and a few people just bits of chain we used to get a good few pounds a day off of that we thought we were boiling but I'll tell you something really weird right because as I said I could go on about all these little things about when I look back on I was like damn I was kind of brass, but for all that time, my mum always had a nice dinner, uh, a nice dining room. <laughs> yeah. Always had a brilliant, a nice dining room table, and more weirdly, we always had the latest. Do you remember the Britannia encyclopedias? Britannica. Britannica yeah. encyclopedias that used to cost bare money. Yeah. It was like we used to have them updated every year. Yeah, because your mum didn't want people to think that you're not educated and that she doesn't care about your education. <laughs> I don't know. You what probably never opened one of those Britannicas. I used to. I used okay. to. I, I did, actually. I used to, I used to uh, read them. I always used to read them. Yeah. Um, but I was a bit of a geek but, like that. But you know what? I've, so, <clears throat> when I... Where I teach now, mm. it's, it's not middle class, but I don't... I see a couple of families that struggle where it's fine. So... Me and uh, me and Bradley, shout out to Bradley. We uh, we started teaching. This was like about ten years ago now, on the Britwell, and it was Bradley's idea. Uh, I, I at the time was kind of busy doing other stuff, but as I was uh, as I was a black belt at the time, he kind of needed me to, and he wasn't yet black belt. He needed me to be with him at classes, so we started teaching. Uh, we started teaching on the Britwell. And he, he wanted to do it more as almost like a charity type thing for, mm. for the local community. Ah, oh, I remember, yeah, yeah. So the hall that we wanted to hire was like £35 an hour. And we, he wanted to do classes for an hour and a half. So it was like 40, 50 quid for the, for the hall. And uh, he kind of just said £3.50 a class would, would be enough. And we had parents turn up with their kids and literally go, yeah, yeah, here you go, three fifty, and then leave. Right. And they wouldn't ask anything about uh, how do we join? Can we get a uniform for my kid? Yeah. Uh, what's the process? Are they going to be able to do belts? Whatever. Did it? None of that. And then we'd also get parents that would rock up 
with the latest phone back in this day I'm sure it was like Nokia's whatever yeah. they'd have the latest phone 20 pack of Benson and Hedges and they'd be like right what's the what's the deal here my kids said they want to do like kicking or whatever and you go yeah yeah we teach Taekwondo here it's only £3.50 she go I've only got £2 it's going to have to be enough in it <laughs> and you're like you don't want to say no mm. Because it's not the kid's fault. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to say yes either because you know she's going to be back next week with two pounds. The same, <laughs> yeah. same sh- yeah. stupidness because they know them. And the thing I noticed, like, when I was young, and I don't know if you had this when you were young, if your parents wanted you to do something, or if you wanted to do something, if your parents could hustle the money together to yeah. do it, you, you can do it. And they're going to make sure you're at it, you stick it, it da, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, I feel like... And it's not obviously not true for everyone, but I feel like a lot of kids are just kind of left to do whatever. Mm. And they're given stuff, but they're not really given as much love. So they'll be given an iPad. Yeah. And because that's a distraction, it makes it easier for you to teach you not to have to engage with your kids. So your kids end up developing a bond with their iPad. Yeah. They don't necessarily develop a bond with you as a parent. Right. So as you get older, it's a lot easier to disrespect your mother because she didn't raise you. YouTube raised you. Right. And I'm even noticing this with some of my teenage students okay. now where their parents are like, oh, my kid's getting rude. And I will be the, like the the parental figure. The disciplinarian. Like, like, what are you doing disrespecting your yeah, mother? Yeah. I will slap you, child. Like, and I'll turn to the parents and go, kid's 16 now, yeah? And and what? And they go, well, you know, they're being really rude. I go, oh, kick them out. Yeah. They go, what? Well, we can't do that. I'm like, they know you can't do that. That's why they're yeah, doing what they're yeah, doing. Because yeah. they know that you can't do it. And they go, what do you mean you can't do it? I'm like, they know you're not capable. They know you don't have it in you. You're not a tough enough person to actually enforce the rules that you're setting out before them. My parents made it clear to me, that if I step out of line, my ass yeah. is getting beat. Yeah. And worst case scenario, I get mm. kicked out of the house. Yeah. I'll tell you straight, I'm one of five kids and four, sorry, three of the five kids got kicked out of the house before they turned 16. Wow. My youngest brother has issues, so he's, he's not, not normal, whatever, fine. Yeah. But uh, my next younger brother got kicked out, and my two sisters got kicked out. They got kicked out like two, three times, and they ended up having to go stay in hostels and stuff. So I knew, yeah. and that's the thing, like, my sisters didn't learn from each other. Yeah, yeah. Right? Eventually they did. They got the hint. They got kicked out six months. They had to go stay in a hostel with yeah. a bunch of people with drug problems, whatever. They came They came back. Mom, dad, it was bad, but it's not that bad. Yeah, Please yeah. let me back, <laughs> right? And I was sitting there watching going, you two are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dad cusses me out. I just put my head down and walk up to bed. Yeah, yeah. I ain't taking that. It'd be three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like kids, they know they can get rude because yeah. they know mum and dad ain't doing nothing. Yeah. That's, and, and again, that's unfortunate if if there is a dad around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, when I when I used to, with Mia, what I used to do... Donkey punch. Was, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, I used to just, because I think I'm quite chilled anyway. And I used to just be like, like, I, I never ever give chances. Okay. It's like, you already know what's good and what's bad. These are your punishments. Like, just please, like, like you do this, this is what's going to happen. You do something, there's going to be consequences. That's it. If I hear you do something, if you, you've done something 
like wrong if a mum would say to me or school or whatever the only chance you get is to justify it to me so if your teacher says you were shouting in class like I need to know like that you should be doing but what was the reason like if there was a legitimate reason cool if there weren't like you're not getting in trouble it's not like if you do it again then this is going to happen it'll just like you've done wrong in it there's going to be consequences I never used to beat her but I'll do whatever other, other, other like whether it's grounded you know all the other punishment yeah, but yeah. I think what it, what, what it done was as soon as like there, there wasn't there wasn't any kind of everything was everything it just made everything clear like she knew she weren't getting away with something yeah you know there wasn't it wasn't like oh I can do it this and I'm going to get another chance there was never like oh um, if you do this again it's like now nah, you've already done it you're, you're, you're going to get in you're, you're in trouble yeah like there's going to be whatever the, whatever the consequence is going, there's going to be something so I think like well you know I think she's quite good maybe I'm being biased but I think she's she's, she's turned out it's worked with her at least anyway quite well and I think we've got a good level of respect for each other. But even the fact that I used to say, look, t- like explain it to me then, justify it. And the same, with regards to like iPads, like again, I'm, I like tech, so she's, she's been around me, so she likes tech. She's always had tech around her. But again, I would never give it to her, just purely to distract her. Yeah. It was never like, oh, use your, play on your iPad, use your iPhone or anything like <clears> that. But yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying with the way that that happens and people, people. I think we have talked about that as well before. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know the worst one that, and I've seen two of these videos just this week, is where parents post videos online of them taking their kid's phone or their PlayStation yeah. and smashing the hell out of it oh, because that. that kid did something wrong. I hate that. And I'm just like, I look at them and I think, you're, you're so stupid. Yeah. Who paid for that phone? Did your kid yeah. pay for the phone? Yeah. No, they didn't. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So what you could have done is gone, I'm taking your phone, walk down to cash converters, this is it. sell it. Yeah. And then it's gone and you got some money. My sister actually done that once. I bought my nephew a flipping tablet. Right. Apparently he was always, I bought it for him for Christmas. Yeah. It's what he wanted. Apparently he was always on it and he was getting mouthy. She tried to take it away. Apparently he, he, he she put, I don't know, put it on top of the roof or something, on the top of the cupboard. He kept getting it. He must have done something. She smashed it. And I was like, what? You could have given it back to me. Yeah. You could have taken that to cash cover and got some money. Like, what'd you smash it for? Yeah. You could have done but, something. Yeah. So, so that I find to be like asinine of... It's like that thing, isn't it? You know, like you see kids, you see parents hitting their kids, telling kids not to hit. Yeah, and right. it's you you're, know what, it's like, like you're teaching them. But you know, what it is it's an emotional response. Yeah, they smash the phone out of frustration or yeah. anger. Yeah, they yeah. hit their kid out of anger, mm. frustration because they don't know how to deal with emotions. Yeah. like that way. Like I'll be honest, I haven't really hit my. Well, I haven't really. I haven't hit my kids. They're they're, they're quite small as far as to hit them. <sighs> I'll probably end up in prison. Um, I don't really have any issue with with hitting your kids for for discipline. I know some people are dead against it, and that's fine. But I think if you're going to hit your kid, it should be at the end of a conversation where you explain very calmly and clearly why you're going to slap them. Do you know what? I never slap them around the head, of course. Obviously. Do you know what? Lower body. I, I, I smacked my daughter once. No, I think twice. twice. You told me on yeah. a previous episode. Yeah. So definitely, so twice. One was out of frustration on her hand. Felt yeah. so, so bad. The next time... 
I weren't even like, I weren't even frustrated. I was literally like stopped and thought about it. I said something this the other day and I was like, rah, if this happened on road, that would be straight beef. <laughs> Fists would be thrown. I can't let her get away. It wasn't even, the, the, what she had done wasn't even against to, me. It was her mum. And I was just like, rah, what do I do? Nah, 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 nah. She needs to learn. Yeah. <laughs> literally, this is what was going through my head. I was like, and then you know, I just give her a little, I didn't, it wasn't hard. Yeah, but just enough to her for her to know what well, like dad would never. That's that's yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Enough to surprise her. Yeah, but and yeah. and that's the thing. Like you see, it's a it's a knee jerk reflex. Mm. I mean, I've got so my one of the things I do to discipline my students now is I'll see them doing something wrong, or someone will tell me they're doing something wrong, and I'll call them over to me and I'll be like, right. Let me tell you a little something about your coach. You think I've got skills when it comes to kicking and punching and all this stuff. But really, I have one gift, one thing that I'm very, very good at. They're like, what's that, coach? I'm like, I can tell when someone lies to me. And they're like, what? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to look me dead in the eye. If you lie, whatever the punishment was going to be, I'm going to multiply it by three or four. <laughs> they're like, okay. And I go, all right. Did you do this? Now, bearing in mind, I just watched them do it. So I know they did it. Yeah. And they'll go, mm, no. I go, okay. Okay. I'm going to give you one more chance. I'm going to ask you that question again. After that, obviously, we're going to take action. Did you do it? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I'll explain. It's like, as a kid, you're going to make mistakes. It's part of growing up. Yeah. It's, the, it's the best way for us to learn is through making mistakes. That's fine. But just admit that you made a mistake. Own up to it. You've got to be accountable. Yeah. And and the thing we have nowadays, again, I feel like saying this nowadays stuff, man, I feel like I'm 50. Nowadays, if I, let's say, kid in the street walked across the top of my car mm-hmm. and I grabbed that kid, I'm like, you can't do that. Where do you live? Because I live down the next road. All right, let's go see, speak to your mum. I take that kid knock on her mum's door, she's going to open the door, I'm going to explain what happened. She's going to go off, call the police, say that I kidnapped her kid, took them by force without their consent, put hands on their child and start cussing me out. Okay. When I was a kid, if another adult dragged me to my front door, yeah, yeah. my parents would be apologetic, they'd ask, they'd be like, listen, yeah. I will pull up a chair, you can watch me beat the skin off his bones. Yeah. Right, that'll make you happy. Yeah, you know, I'll hit them hard. Don't worry about that. I'm conflicted with that, you know. I I agree, but you know what? I wonder if that's definitely a a, 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 that. I I definitely think there's a generational change in that. But I do wonder if there was a period of time where, and it's still happening now, where the people who we respected in society, the elders, they they like me growing up did not teach me to automatically respect my elders. Like my mum, my, my that's that's her generation, yeah? So, yeah? so that's what she done. So when another parent told her that, uh, to, another adult complained about me, she would listen and I'll be in trouble straight away. Yeah. But me growing up, I know that used to happen to me and it weren't, Yeah. I felt someone, hard, hard some, someone perceived something yeah. differently. And the other thing is as well, I've also grown up with all these cases of the police, like, 
um, like p- people who are supposed to be in power positions of authority abusing their power. Abusing it, yeah. Whether it's priests, whether it's teachers, whether it's police. So I think automatically when I get another person say something about my daughter who I think I know better, yeah. my thing is to answer, is to speak to her. And because of how I am, I definitely think what you're saying is true because of, with, with me, like I don't dismiss what the person said, but I'm also going to listen to her story and weigh things up and come to a, come to a conclusion sort of thing. Yeah. But ultimately, I mean, some things are very obvious and they've, and they've done, you know, if someone's done something they shouldn't be doing. And again, it's like, you need to justify your actions otherwise you're in trouble. But even me saying that, I recognise the issues with it. Yeah. And I think this is one of the things with, with in school with my daughter because, again, I was being the same. So when, so I know very, I had experience of teachers saying things about me that weren't true. Teachers picking on me. So when a teacher used to say something about me, I'm, Denny, 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 you got false memories, bro. You were a little <laughs> shit. You sitting there running around getting your willy out and stuff, waving at the teachers. Of yeah. course they're going to tell on you. <laughs> but when when so when when um when things were said about Mia, my first reaction was never to listen like what the teacher said is gospel that's it now i think nowadays especially because I, I feel like in some to some extent no but to another extent i do think that kids are a bit sharper than we were yeah yeah so you can have a more like adult conversation with yeah. a younger kid about, all right, tell yeah. me what happened. Yeah. And the, the issue that you do have though, some kids are just, you'll be like, right, tell me what happened. And they just do this thing where they look at you and go, <laughs> and you go, all right, just, just tell me what happened. It's all right, don't worry, you're not in trouble. And then they start to well up a little bit. And yeah. <laughs> no, 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 just, just tell me what happened. It's fine. You're not in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Mate, I can't get no. Let me just slap you. Are <laughs> 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 we good? But yeah, anyway, we kind of we got a little bit sidetracked. But basically, ASAP ain't getting out ASAP. <laughs> That's what we're he saying. Ain't. He ain't. That's what um, we're saying. I think they're saying he, he he's likely to be in there another week. Oh my um, god, that poor man. You know the the joke is though. Well, it's not even a joke. He has actually been in prison before in America. Okay. Um, not that that justifies it. If he shouldn't be in there, he shouldn't be in there. How long was he in prison for in America? I can't remember. I think he, he did actually do something. I, I bet I bet the uh, the risk percentage of being raped in a prison in Sweden is far lower than the risk of yeah, being raped in America. Yeah, I imagine so. I, imagine I bet so. He's, in, he's in Sweden probably running things. <laughs> They'd be like, listen, you Viking motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm the man around here. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Um, Jet Li, the one. What does he say? Oh. I am you lot. I am nobody's bitch. Yeah, that's it. You don't need to know who I am. No, no, it's what is it? I don't need to know. I who don't you need are. to know who you are. You need to know who I am. That's it. Just walk around slapping people. Yeah, up. that was a sick film actually. Ah, oh, that could have been my film. You can um, keep it, man. You can use it. But um, there was. Do you know what? There was another thing I was thinking about earlier, and that was uh, like random acts of kindness. Okay. Right, and I was thinking like, do we? generally and this is another thing that you know brings back to like helping everyone just generally if everyone's a bit nicer to each other we have less of these problems and you know even if you think about this asap situation it starts off where a fan asks for autograph whatever yeah 
the celebrity isn't obligated really to mm. to give you to to give in to your demands and yet you feel hard done by it because they didn't you feel like they owe you something yeah right cuz generally we we're, we're kind of a negative society so I, I was thinking today about like random acts of kindness even if it's just like the most minor of things mm. things to call up a family member that you're not as tight with as maybe you'd like to be or maybe they've they've done things that have caused you not to be as tight with them yeah and just have a little chat mm. and at the end of the call tell them you love them okay not in like a deep like hey cuz I want to let you know it's good to hear you're doing well yeah just want to let you know I love you mm. just be like alright cool love you bye that's it yeah right because even when it's thrown away like that mm. it's still noticed it's like oh don't miss it I love him it's weird he doesn't want me to that I always say I'll tell everyone that's fine you never said it once to me mm, yeah there's exceptions why in it that's why <laughs> anyway so that was one thing right I was thinking about it then I was at the gym do you know what a gym is Danny? Hmm? I've got a mate, yeah, my mate Jim. What are you talking about? No, no, I was at the gym. The gym? The gym, G-Y-M, not J-M. Oh, shit, no. Yeah. So I was at that place that you're allergic to, and um, I was getting changed. I've, I've just done some training in the sauna. Yeah. Because I go hard, and then I go home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that, I jumped in the shower, got changed, and uh, there was this guy next to me. And he was fiddling around with his padlock, which was clipped onto his bag for like five minutes. Yeah. So I was like, this poor guy, man, this random act of kindness, right? I have a spare padlock anyway, because I'm forever like misplacing my padlocks. Yeah. So I was like, dude, take this padlock. And he's like, oh, but how will I give it back to you? I was like, look, just hand it into reception, tell him that you found it was lost, and I'll pick it up tomorrow. He's like, oh, are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, thank you, man. That's really nice. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. No worries. So I was like, cool, innit? Around and back to kindness. He went and had his workout, came back five minutes later, emptied that motherfucker's locker. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, what I say? Is that a joke? That's a good okay. I did give him the, uh, I give him the padlock and then I left. Oh. I did think about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> As I was thinking about it, I was like, you are ghetto as fuck. <laughs> you know, um, so today, I, I um, there was a lady struggling with her suitcases and... Um, Took them off her end. Yeah. She stopped, she said, oh, do you know where the lifts are? This is just in Hounslow, Hounslow West Tube Station. And I was like, now nah, I don't know that. I was like, do you want? Do you want to? Um, I'll give you a hand. But I had two, I both. I had my suitcase and I had my uh, Yeezys in the other hand. So um, I was like, "If you hold this for me," and I gave her the Yeezys, and I was literally thinking, "Wow, <laughs> she can run up with those if she knows how much money they're worth. Oh, <laughs> she could do a run up." Um, but no, I helped her. I helped her get them up, and I went back down, and she had another suitcase. So so I was up and down the stairs a couple of times. Um, and yeah, I think I think doing a nice little, just going out of your way occasionally, it's not going to take you more than a minute to do something nice for someone. I think it, um, it goes a long way. Yeah, man. I think that's a nice 
positive note that we can end this one on. Yeah, why not? You know, why and not? so if you guys are if you guys are listening and you've you've done a little little random act of kindness some point in your week after listening to this, feel free to share it on Insta or something and just tag us in there and then we'll yeah. we'll share it on our storyline. I'm, fe- I'm feeling I'm feeling the the other thing I was gonna say about I'm feeling like we should do it. Some kind of challenge. Yeah. That'll get you in the gym. I'm coming now. Right. But also like something where it's not like unfair because obviously I'll go training and stuff, right? Yeah. So it could be something like uh, how many reps can you do bench press at your own body weight? Like whatever your body weight is, put that on the bar and just yeah. My body weight weights. is kind of a lot at the moment. Yeah, I'm exactly. So, but I'll set like I'll set okay. a, I'll set a date in the future. All right. So you can not only work on your strength, work on your body weight. Right. Okay. Right. So if you get your body weight down to like eighty kilos. Yeah. Right, which I know is a big jump. <laughs> but let's say you get your body weight to 80 yeah. and you've been working on your strength. Because yeah. I'll be honest, bro, for 80 kilos, I'm weak as shit right now because I've just done a, uh, like a big weight cut. Yeah. I could probably only push 80 kilos like six, seven times. Okay. I used to be able to bench 100 comfortably. Okay. So okay. you get back there. So maybe I'm, I'm thinking about how we do it. I'm not sure. But something needs to be at stake. In order okay, to okay. Okay. So yeah, something like that. Cool. But anyway, do you want to do your throwback? Yeah, so my throwback song, and uh, hopefully you can see the irony in this, is ASAP Rocky, effing problem, because he's got an effing problem. Yeah. And I'm going to keep picking on him, so I'm going to choose a prison film. Oh dear. Um, just, do you know what it is? With the whole situation... I've seen the video from from the videos I've seen. It don't look like like I don't think he should be locked up. Yeah. But the situation is just dumb to me because it's like you committed a criminal offence in another country. Like that's kind of the consequences, isn't it? Like no one wants you to be treated unfairly, but in that country, you're not being treated unfairly. You're being treated like everyone else. Yeah. So this whole hoo ha, I feel like Trump's just made it all worse. But anyway, the okay. film is, um, I'm going to choose, is old Sylvester Stallone film, Locked Up. Do you know what? you seen that one? Donald Sutherland is in it as well. Is Donald Sutherland in that? Yeah, he played the warden. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't mess with me. Bro. Ah. Locked Up. So yeah, no, it was a, it was my, uh, yes, my dad yeah. was in a movie with Donald Sutherland back in the day. Okay. That was set in South Africa. My dad played the uh, the racist, oppressive white man, funnily uh-huh. enough. He was in a scene where he was a, a court, um, like a court guard. Yeah. And there was this guy who was, I think he was being tried for murder. Mm. And there, he was like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. And they're like, well, why did you confess? Wow. And then he turned around and lifted his shirt up over his back and he had all kinds of scars from where they tortured him. Right. And uh, everyone like in the courthouse kicks off. And my dad's the guard that's standing behind him. So my dad grabs him, smashes him around the back of the head with a baton, sure. loads him in. And then obviously everyone outside the courthouse is kicking off. And then my dad and a load of other guards go outside and start smashing up all the locals, which are obviously sure. like black people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was, that was a messed up film. I was like, Dad. Sure. How could you do that? <laughs> you played the oppressor. Can't be done. Well, yeah. at least he wasn't um, typecasted. Well, not typecasted. What's the? Well, what's he kind the... of wasn't. He's a Scottish guy. No. What's the? <laughs> well, what's what's the what's the thing they keep saying? It wasn't, there wasn't any cultural appropriation there. 
Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way that they could have been. Obviously, he's uh, he didn't look... Well, I think my dad was blonde back in the day, actually. So he probably uh, did look like your typical kind of Dutch South African. Yeah, yeah. South African. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my throwback movie is a movie that I still... It came into my head the other day, and then it got mentioned on something else. And I was like, yeah, I was thinking about it. Backdraft. Ah, Keeper Sutherland. Yeah. The Donald Sutherland. Ah, look at that. Didn't you go there? Didn't you? Who was the other guy that was in it? The guy that was. Uh, ah, shit. It's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. It's not Keeper Sutherland. Not Keeper Sutherland. Oh, no, he's getting one of that. That's what I was thinking of. Because I was thinking yeah. of Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell. That's it. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, good yeah. Girl. yeah, man. Yeah. And my, my throwback song is not even that older song, but I've been listening to it a lot recently in a gym, trying to like, just give mm. myself a little bit of motivation. And that's uh, Kanye. Jay Z and Nikki and it's Monster. Cheer. Okay. So yeah, that's my throwback. That's my throwback. Cool. Okay. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. For that this is. Week. I was just gonna say, do you think um we should do a uh, a Boris Brexit episode? An update. I think we need to give Boris a week a week in, in charge and then we can yeah, you know that stuff we bought back no, from California. I think we should maybe have some of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, that we yeah. bought it back. We don't do, we don't smuggle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I said the stuff we brought back, I was talking about the fridge magnets. I was talking about the fond memories yeah. that we brought back and the fridge magnets for our, yeah. for our partners. Of course, of course, those things. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we'll we'll enjoy the fridge magnets. Yeah, and then have a chat. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Cool. Okay. All right, people. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we're out. Peace.